Good day, good day. Hello, good evening, everybody. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing today? I'm hoping that you know we get to have a you know discussion that's very interesting to me, and um, it's something that I've been trying to teach my daughter, my older daughter. So I'm just cooking some dinner for the weekend. Um, so I thought you, you know I'll cook with you guys today whilst we just talk. Yeah. So yeah, you know, um, the biggest issue that, um, well, that's been happening, um, and it's a bit sensitive, but it's just an issue that, you know, that just happens to teenagers, as you know, as they grow up and, um, um, and they become adults, young adults and, and stuff like that, you know, um, it's an issue of just like thinking that, you know, oh, you know, I live a life where I, people just assume that I'm bad or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that, and people are always assuming things and assuming stuff. And um, and to be honest with you, I'm I, I'm not I'm not going to say I don't feel sorry for her because it is it is not a nice situation to be in where um, yes you're living off people's assumptions and no one. No one actually ever comes to you to ask you how you feel or what's happening with you or what's going on. And, uh, nobody actually ever shows the interest to know what is happening with you. But when asked a the question, they're quick to like, oh, yeah, no, this is so, so. Oh, I bet she's doing this. Oh, and I bet she's doing that. So I was telling her, I was like, look, you know what? I've been alive for so long, way, way longer than you. You know, at least 25 years of it, she wasn't there. I was not on my own. <laughs> I said, you know what, it's something that we do, it's something that happens with all of us. Um, people who just always assume, they'll always believe that they know better for you, and they'll always know that, they'll always think, you know, they, they, they've had better experiences than yours. And um, it can be frustrating, but I was trying to tell her today, and I'm like, look, what you need to do is, you need to just take everything that people say in, and then not 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 decline to say oh no i'm not going to listen to it because it's just an assumption but take it with a pinch of salt take it with the thought that you know okay maybe uh, what do they see about me that you know that made them assume that and then just work with it that way you know like what i mean like what is it that i did that made a person assume that like that, that I'm like that or what did what 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 did I present as a person to that to the individual to make them feel that I'm this way I said if you start looking at that and then you look at the characteristics of the thing they're calling you or whatever they're assuming you are so maybe they might say oh well she drinks a lot you know or oh you know she does this she goes out a lot she goes clubbing a lot so do you need to then take a look at okay what is it that I'm doing that is making them think that way and then if you find yourself that you are maybe doing some of the traits you might be doing it out of innocence and just doing it because you know it's a cry out for help but try and then defer yourself from doing those things and i'm like and she, she was like oh well maybe you know that's just making them win in making things that the one thing they assume is correct and like you know that's not what it is i'm like the holy spirit it was sent down onto earth for us yeah to be our guide 
to be uh, um, to be the one that would lead us on our walk on this earth because Jesus came and he showed us how to do it but when he had to leave and go back to heaven he he said if I don't leave then the Holy Spirit can't come because his spirit would have still been down here with him and he would have been in just like maybe say Israel or Bethlehem or Jerusalem or wherever he was and he would have been in just that region at that time but the fact that he then decided that you know what I need to leave so that my spirit can come and fill you and walk with you and talk to you means that he thought of a, of all of us of every single person every single person that's what we thought about he thought you know I want everybody to I want everybody to to experience this walk on earth like I walked so that's what the Holy Spirit is here for and um, I think she understood I hope she did because I think a lot of us never really actually get it at point at some point what is the Holy Spirit there for you know what is he there for if he's not able to tell you that you're doing the wrong thing or you're walking the wrong way so sometimes people's assumption are not led by the devil because yes they feel like they're led by the devil they feel like they hurt us because a person's assuming but have we ever thought of the fact that it might just actually be God telling that person to put you in check at one point or at, at that point of your life so that you can introspect and reflect on what you're doing and maybe change your direction because I mean honestly the Holy Spirit yes can come to us and speak to us in our in his own way but sometimes he has to use people that you know I mean if anyone has ever dreamt that's listening to this um, okay I'll give you a good example Samuel right sorry my daughter is sleeping Samuel um, when you heard the voice of God the first time that Samuel heard the voice of God the first time that Samuel heard the voice of God it was Eli's voice that was calling him sorry <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I didn't think she was going to wake up but then I just forgot these songs she loves these songs so um, they're going to definitely wake her up because these are the songs I used to listen when she was, I was pregnant God spoke to Samuel um, he heard it through Eli's words 
because Eli's voice was a familiar voice. If God had come to, to Samuel with his voice uh, uh, as a God that he is, Eli would have probably been so scared he was just a teenager. So he used a familiar voice. He used a familiar um, person's voice to call him because he understood that as much as um, Samuel was a young boy, he was living with Eli and he respected Eli and he understood that whatever Eli says to him would make a big difference. I mean, imagine if Samuel was the young youths that we have these days walking around in London. <laughs> you know, their mom said, no, you can't go out with your friends today. Like, oh man, woman, leave me alone. What do you know about going out here, you old woman? You know, times are different now, yeah? But no, he wasn't like that. He was a respectful person. So he understood respect. He understood the fact that, you know, if someone that, especially that he was living with, spoke to him, he understood to listen and to follow. Because for to be woken up early hours in the morning by somebody calling and to get up out of your bed, out of your blankets and walk to that person's room and get in and say, sir, you called me. And be told, oh no, no, I didn't call, you can go back to sleep. And then you went back to sleep. And then again, you hear them calling and you get up again and you walk up and you walk up to them. You're like, you called me. And it's like, no, 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 no I didn't call you, you know? But next time that person, that whoever's calling you, next time they call you, answer them and just tell them, I am here, Lord, speak. Your servant is listening. That showed the utter respect that Samuel had for Eli because he understood his position in his life. He understood that he was, he was not just an elder, but he was the priest. He was the one God spoke to. He didn't expect God to speak to him. He would expect God to speak to Eli and then Eli to tell him. But at that time, he didn't realize that Eli his listening was was muffled because of all the things that was happening in Eli's life. But the irony of it is that it took the young man to respect, or it took the child to respect whoever was speaking. So I was saying to my daughter, and I said, "Now your discernment should be who." do you think is assuming how you live or how you do things because it depends on what respect you have for that person it depends what respect you give that person how you view that person in your life is what should make the difference or should differentiate the assumptions because an assumption is a bad thing yes in all words assumption is not a good thing but it depends where it's coming from. That's what I was trying to explain to him. I'm like, okay, if you respect me and I say to you, no, what you're wearing is not the right correct stuff to wear, especially for where you're going, A and B can happen to you, or that can happen, or this can happen, and you respect my view as a person that is your mother and is older than you, you will be like, oh, well, you know what? Mom is right. I'm not going to dress like this. 
I'm not gonna do this, right? Lack of respect of that person talking to you is what makes you think, huh, why are they telling me stuff like that? Hey, who are you to tell me that stuff? Like, just leave me alone, man. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, that's lack of respect. Now, I said, if your friend that you hang out with every day assumes something about you, it comes and says, oh, you know, you seem to be like smoking a lot these days. What's up? What's happening? You know, everybody just thinks you're a smoker and you do this and you do that. As a young man, you're like, why are they talking about this like me? Like, why are, they, why are the assumptions? But because they're your friend and you respect them and you play with them, it won't offend you. You just laugh it off and say, oh, yeah, yeah, man, talking rubbish. No, but you will laugh it off. It will not offend you. I said, now, how do you then tell who to listen to and who not to listen to? Because you're going to have to be able to differentiate the voice that is speaking to you. If it's God's voice, it will offend you. I said to her, if it's God's voice, it will offend you. It will offend you so much that you will think like, who does this person think they are talking to me like this? Who do they think that they are? But that's the Holy Spirit sending somebody to talk to you. But the fact that you don't respect that person doesn't mean what they're saying is wrong. Or what they're saying doesn't make any sense. It just means you, you are not open to receiving it from them. Because they said, if it offends you, then that is God. Because God will never let you do something stupid. The Holy Spirit is here to guide us and to and give us the spirit of discernment so that we don't do foolishness and stupidness. So it is definitely going to offend you. I said, that is the reason why I'm saying you need to then step back and say, okay, no problem. I heard what you said. No problem. Give them the respect that they've spoke. But but step back and introspect. Look at what you're doing. What am I doing in my life? Okay, so why did they say that? What do they see? What should I change? How should I behave? What should, what, what, what's going on with me? And I think that's what a lot of these youths need to hear, see right now. Because I think a lot of us as parents, we've just given up. Because even if we tell them, they're not going to listen anyway. But what we've let to, to teach them is the, the respect factor. Your teacher at school, respect them just because they are the teacher. And they have that job to teach you. Yeah, so respect them. That's what you got to do. If, if, even if you think they're wrong or they shouldn't be telling you what to do and oh, they, they don't know what they're talking about no the fact that they are the teacher and that job description says teacher that's a job description means you need to respect them it means you need to listen to what they say and that is what I think us as parents need to start teaching our kids right now because I know a lot of us will be like, no, but my child respects me and listens to what I'm saying and do whatever. But when they go out there, I mean, in Africa, youngs ago, used to be like, if an adult says to you, ah, stop, go back and change, you would stop and go back and change because it's an adult that said it. It's not another child. It's not another teenager like yourself. It's, it's a grown-up. 
they know what they're talking about and you'd rush off and be like oh no i can't do this i need to go and change because you know what? if they tell my mom i'm gonna get into trouble if they meet my dad i'm gonna get into trouble so we gave that respect without the without even knowing the people could be just someone in the in in, in town or someone in a neighborhood you know you don't even really like relatives or family or anything but if they look at you a certain way and and say ah oh, what is this you know you just feel yourself like mm, okay maybe this is a bit too much let me let me stop this and i think that's what children in england in the west especially now and unfortunately it's catching on because of social media even into africa now it's definitely catching on but um it's something that i think the devil is had to steal from us that word respect teaching our kids respect them actually having respect to believe that what this person is saying to me makes sense i mean god forbid samuel being told next time when that voice speaks to you answer it and say god here i am your servant is listening speak to me and then he just goes back to sleep like oh what is he talking about please man what god where if god wanted to speak to me he'll come and speak to me himself like why is he going to speak to me to him he can speak to me myself like why can't he just say samuel i'm god do you get what i mean this is where the issue is like it just doesn't make sense that we are allowing our kids to live the way they're living and i promise oh lord forgive us oh lord forgive us Forgive us, Father. We will have to answer to this, guys. We're going to have to answer to this. The Bible says, teach your child the way they should go. I am guilty. I have not taught them everything. I have tried to put the fear of God in them, but I haven't taught them everything. And that verse will come back to every single one of us one day. And he will say, but was it not written in the Bible that you should train your children the way they should go? So how could you allow them to do that? How could you allow them to do this? I mean, the, the story that's going on in social media right now of a young girl stabbing another girl online and recording it and laughing about it and and mocking a dad a dead mom that is not us as human beings that is not a human spirit that is a devil running amok and one day we will sit there i mean i'm talking now to the girl's mom one day we will sit there with all the counsel of the of the of the elders and the saints that have died and we'll be asked that question what did you do that verse? Did you not read it? Did you not know it? Did you not understand it? Train your children the way they should go. Picking up a knife and putting it into someone else is not the way you should go. Taking someone else's life is not the way you need to go. Causing harm to another person is not the way you should go. And if there's any parent out there that is training their child to hurt others, to stab others, to kill others, then you are not of God. Because that Bible does not support you on that act. 
on that lesson that you're giving to your child. I just want to like, I just had to come out and speak this today because it has troubled me the whole day. I've got children that are growing up. I've got kids that are growing up. And then when I started having the conversation with my daughter, she was going on about, oh no, but people live in assumption and all, and this is what fuels all this anger. So people blaming you for stuff and assuming this and assuming that. And I said, no, but look at it as the Holy Spirit has to use someone. If he feels he can't reach you personally, he has to use somebody. He has to use someone. He has to use somebody you've bumped on the street, someone that is your relative or your auntie, your uncles, your whatever. He has to use someone. He has to use your teacher, your headmaster. Because that's his job on earth. He needs to direct our steps. He needs to tell us when and what not to do. He needs to direct us. That's his job on this earth. So I hope everyone that's listening, I don't know how many people are going to listen, but I just pray to God that it, it has made sense to someone and that it has made a difference to somebody's life or to someone's way of thinking. We can't just give up on these kids we can't give up on them it's just not even normal to give up on them it's not us it's not being human it's uh, inhumane to leave them doing the stuff they're doing it's inhumane we can't allow them to continue this way we can't allow them just want to say thank you guys for listening in don't want to stay too long it was just a little snippet of what's, what, what was going on today and what's been going through my head today. And like I said before, I'm going to now just, if I think it, if I feel it, if I if I get pushed to say it, I am out to say it. I will not keep quiet. I just want to leave you guys today with, a, with just, a, you know, a remembrance of being thankful. I mean, being thankful to God for just being here. A lot of people are not here today. A lot of people are not making it. So we need to be thankful for our lives, thankful that we have managed to still be here today. And we can make this world a better place if we just work together, if we start step by step doing everything we are directed to do by the Holy Spirit, we will definitely make this place a better place for our kids and for our children and for our grandkids and for generations to come. I believe that. But I think it just starts with awareness and and this is what it is. It's just an awareness. So thank you guys again for joining me. It's good to you and I'm signing out. Bye.